You guys know what's hilarious? Uh, fuck. <laughs> what is the deal with holocausts? <laughs> This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. Let it be known to all. That the star residing at astronomically verified position of RA 8.202 and declination plus 19.11 is hereby named for July 18th, 2020 as Fart Gas. The name is permanently filed in the registry's <laughs> vault and is copyrighted with the star registrar with all rights and privileges attended there too. Happy birthday. Here's a star. <laughs> Got you. You guys are obvious. We for we did we foregoed the scam part of the thing where we actually had like like a card we could give you because that was like a lot of extra money. Yeah. It's in the cancer. It's in the cancer. And I'm a cancer. I know. I'm not an idiot. I know what I'm doing. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. We announced it on the football podcast, but we were sure you didn't listen to it. Yeah, why would I listen to it? Exactly. So we reannounced it right now. Happy birthday. There's a star. You now are the hey. and look. It's actually one of the bigger ones. It's actually, it's yeah, not like yeah. You can. It's not just a, like a dot on a page. Well, it's a dot on a page, but well, yeah. but it's also a dot, it's in, the a dot in the sky. It's in the sky. It's wide sky. It's bright. It's shining and, and you- forever will be named <laughs> fart gas. It might be dead already. It might have burned it, it out. Could, Likely it is. Yeah. Well, well, just like my 15 minutes of fame, they never even arrived. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, welcome to debates on tap. Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. And I am whatever those coordinates were. <laughs> fart gas. Did I say, is it declination or declination? Declination. God damn it. That's okay. That's okay. You, because I, either, mean, I only announce star names once every year, if that. Once every 32 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm 64, you got to buy me another one and call it fart gas Two fart harder. <laughs> well, if you're ever, look, if you're ever out in Montana or somewhere where you can see stars, oh uh, yeah, your brother's wedding, it'd be perfect. Look up to the cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to find it constellation and it's there. Take a picture of it with your flash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's dark. You have to illuminate. Oh, I just got my thumb. Damn it. Son of a bitch. So, yeah. Uh, your birthday was a while ago when this comes out, but it was fresh. <laughs> When the star was purchased. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I bought the star. That Brendan and I bought the star. We did yeah. not buy the name. Yes. Oh. We bought the star and the gave star. it the name. Yep. Oh. The star is is now yours. Yes. You own oh. the star. There's a I have two PDFs. <laughs> yes. If it has any planets, do I get the planets too? I assume that's how it works. Yeah, that's Squatter's Law. Idiots. <laughs> squatter's Law. Yeah. Intergalactic <laughs> Squatter's Law. You guys can have a moon each. Thank Thanks. You. Hey, uh, I was hoping. That's more than I thought. I know, man. I'm. I'm I, d- I don't want to promise a planet mm-hmm. in case there's only one planet. And you guys, I don't want to make you split it. We could probably. Yeah, we could probably. We'd be fine. Probably. It. What if it's just a Pluto? We live together, so that's. Yeah, that's true. And he moved out early. Right. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> be fine. You guys can each have a planet, and if there's only one, you can split it. All right. Thank you so much. Love it. Speaking of, I don't know. What are we <laughs> speaking of stars? Speaking of stars, what are we drinking? Okay, so I went to St. Louis last week, and as you guys know, every time I go to St. Louis, I try to bring back St. Louis beer. Right. 
so this is not from St. Louis. It's from Goose Island. But I got it because it's Keishi Classic American Pale Ale. And Keishi, for those of you that don't know, is St. Louis Real Rock Radio. Keishi 95. No, no, no. You're thinking of the kid that sold everybody out to get out of prison. Not not Takeshi 95. <laughs> no, no, it's also 69. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> is it... Uh, don't make fun of me. Yeah. Is Goose Island a real island in the greater Chicago area? Yes. An a- like an actual island? Yeah. Yes. There is a Goose I Island. No is that I where the brewery that. is? No. The uh, brewery is not on Goose Island. Well, I'm not used to drinking false advertised beer, but I will <laughs> give it a go. <laughs> You've had Goose Island before. Mm, this tastes like uh, a narc. This is what this is what a narc tastes like. He's going with back to the Takeshi sixty nine joke. <laughs> it's too good. I can't let it go. It's good. I like it. It, it is, is. Yeah. Good. It's it's an American pale ale. Yeah. It is. It's been, it's fantastic. So inspired I'm, by St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, it was made for Takeshi ninety five, which is St. Louis Real Rock Radio. Is the Real Rock Radio? What is that? Is it like old school rock or is it more like? Newish. It's. Rock? I mean, it's mostly like classic rock, gotcha. but they do play a little bit of everything. They're they're kind of how I helped get more into metal because they would oh, do like yes. heavy metal, you know, at midnight mm-hmm. show, whatever. That's what. Whenever I grew up in Texas, there was ninety eight nine The Rock, yeah. and yes, they would do. Wait, in Texas, mm-hmm. it's here too. Yeah, there's also a ninety eight nine. Maybe I'm thinking here. of something else. Whatever station you grew up, whatever in Texas, in Texas anyway. <laughs> But they had uh, la- they had this guy named Kramer and something else that got fired Jerry. from this radio station because they would do they were they were the the night hosts mm-hmm. and they, they would do like Metal Fridays or something like that yeah. they play like Metallica and all this great stuff and one day they they got fired because they ran a fake thing where they went like came on like super near, guys this nor- isn't normally our thing but uh, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake just passed away in a uh, in a wreck yeah and everyone was like what the fuck. And they got kicked the fuck off. Yeah, the probably. I remember that happening. But my dad, my dad loved those guys because yeah. they were goofy and funny, and they played really great rock and roll. And I was curious if it was the same type of thing. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of you know. So my dad always tells stories about because he grew up in Fulton, which is just outside like Kingdom City and mm-hmm. Columbia and stuff like. But uh, uh, he would tell stories about getting on his roof with like an, an antenna, nice. trying to record KC95. That's awesome. Because he could just barely pick it up if he was outside <laughs> with an antenna, you know, it was a clear day, he could get the signal. That's so super cool. That he would record, you know, scorpions on cassette. and all That's that awesome. And, and do you have any idea why, why they paired up with this? No, no idea. But I am very surprised that we're now, what, five minutes into talking about this beer, and none of you have mentioned... Listen, we're going to get to it, but... The pig. Yeah. Pork well, cheek Vargas. We were waiting for you to mention it. Exactly. <laughs> no, I wanted you to mention it. Well, there's a pig smoking a cigarette. Well, he's a very rebellious pig. There's a lot pig. going on with this yes. pig. Yes. He's got wireless headphones, which I didn't even know pigs knew how Over to use. Over the ear, like ear yeah. biscuits. He's got cans. Yeah. You got to assume they're Bluetooth. He's got big old goggles on his on his eyes, and he's got the, the septum piercing. Which is most famous for bulls and porn stars. So it's interesting <laughs> to see that he is wearing it. Uh, is that a porn star thing? I don't know. I said it on radio, so <laughs> it is now. Okay, it's on the internet. <laughs> they can't uh, fire us. No, we're uh, we're our own boss. Uh, speaking right. of bulls, I've been. I just finished the last dance. W- Molly and I did too. Boy, the last dance is a documentary series oh, about. I thought it was like 
So you think you can dance? Like no, a Patrick Swayze thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a documentary following Michael Jordan through his, I mean, his whole career, but it focused on the last championship that he won with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff, man. Very good. Uh, it is phenomenally done. He got kind of he got kind of choked up whenever he whenever he himself was talking about how people probably don't like him, like the people who know him. There was a point where he was talking about like how he's not a nice guy. Because he, Michael Jordan's not a nice guy, right? Watch the documentary, bro. Yeah, because it's good. Because there are many times he talks about well, and everyone does how competitive he is, et cetera, et cetera, and how he, and he even says like towards the end of the documentary, he's like, I would never ask anyone to do something I couldn't do, or like I was pushing these guys to do to be the best they could. Like that, that was my goal in this team as a leader, and it it a hundred percent cements Michael Jordan is the. I mean. I think people forget he's the Patrick how, Mahomes of basketball. How dominant Michael Jordan was, and how incredible that that team was, especially the '95 '96 Bulls. Yeah, they won seventy games and won the championship. Yeah. Um, but the, the Last Dance. It's 10, 10 episodes, an hour long, and and like Brian said, it starts out like talking about the last season he played with the Bulls, uh, and then like re, like each episode rebounds through like a point in his career. Mm. So it's super hell of a pun. So it's super, it's super well done. It's amazing and it's phenomenal. And there's so many good things in it that I, we could talk forever probably about this thing. Probably ten hours, I would say, likely because there's they they like I, there were so many times I would like like nudge Molly and I'd be like, I wonder if they're gonna talk about this, and they start talking. About it, I was like, yes, because uh, there was a whole thing where you know after the '93 season he left, he famously retired from basketball and went and played minor league baseball. And sure, they talk did. about it in the documentary Space Jam. <laughs> They do make yeah. jokes about it, yeah. Well, he—that's how it starts. Yep. Yeah, and uh, so, but but yeah, but there's all, all kinds of fun stuff about that, and then they even address the conspiracy theories about why he left and oh, why he retired because the, quote unquote gambling. Yeah, gambling. yeah, because that was that was one of my prevailing theories for a long time was oh it had to be a gambling thing no, blah blah blah. Don't no, buy it's because he his dad died and his I, dad I always wanted to be and that's what he basically talks about is that in like in that. Like one of the guys, like a reporter who followed him along, like his name's like Ahmad something. I can't remember exactly what his name is. The, yeah, I remember. Uh, yep. But yep. he talks about how like even in the, like a year before in the 92 season, like him and his dad talked a lot about you know, like Michael playing baseball, blah, blah, blah. And then I think after his dad passed away, after they won the 93 championship, Michael went, I'm going to do what my dad wanted me to do and yeah. go and play basketball, like baseball. That, that seems like the, the most probable thing. If you're gonna believe in a conspiracy, right. choose a better choose a better one. Right. I love the guy that they asked the guy, and he's like, "I'm gonna be candid, like total bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> didn't happen, you know." And uh, but yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Sorry to steal your thunder, but I, I thought you were just making it your thunder. I I can. I have other other thunder to talk about, but but no, yeah, the last dance. It's it's on Netflix, all ten episodes. It is fantastic. The one problem I have is they don't. There's there is no actual dancing. And uh, yeah, that's what I was. And they don't really. And I get like the whole thing. It's a, it's the last dance. It's about the '98 season, but they don't talk about his post like retirement stuff, like where he bought the Wizards, and then like there was this whole thing where he well, he didn't dance for the Wizards. No, he didn't dance for the. They didn't like they were terrible. Uh, but the whole thing, like I think, if they did something like with his years after Chicago, where he bought like bought part of the Wizards, and then like as an owner went, I could play. And played for the Wizards for th- like two or three years, and then went, "We're shit. We're terrible. <laughs> like I shouldn't do this." Well, anymore. I think I think they didn't do that because because it again, the focus, focus was, was on that this. championship, and, and they did a lot of backtracking. But 
the focus of that episode or that series is on the last right. uh, championship that they won. But anyway, highly recommend it. Brennan, <laughs> what's new, man? <laughs> Couple things. Uh, I watched Last Dance on what? Netflix. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, uh, watch that. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Persona 5 Royal on the PS4. It's got an E at the end. It's Royale. It is Royal. The music is... music is incredible. It's so very good. It's a JRPG turn-based battle system where it's also like a life relationship simulator. Super boring parts outside of great combat. But I will say that like I... I played the game for almost 30 hours now and I there are times I'll just like I'm like oh my god I played this game for 5 hours like what what just happened um like it, it's phenomenal it's fantastic as well as uh there's new music I've been listening to Taylor Swift's new album Folklore is kind of weird but it's also kind of good um it is not a pop album like whatsoever <laughs> it is like I I I comped it to a couple other couple things like she co-wrote it with uh the lead singer for the National which is like an indie rock, like moody band. CC Graydon. And it sound. I talked to Graydon about this. It sounds so much like national covered Taylor Swift. Like it, it's really weird. Like don't go into it thinking it's pop music because it is not Taylor Swift at all. It is like very stripped down, very emotional, very introspective. And it, it's very good. Um, so yeah, so a couple of things like that. And then uh, one last thing, Haim's new album that came out back in March that I have not talked about. It's called Women in Music Part 3, and it is phenomenal. Um, it is three sisters who I've talked about before. Uh, they put an album that's basically Fleet, Fleetwood Mac Part 2, and it is phenomenal. It's very, very good. So, so yeah. Well, good. Vargas, what... Uh, Have you watched The Last Dance yet? No. no. Well, we know what you're doing tonight. No. Ten hours is more than I'm willing to invest in anything <laughs> basketball. But it's... Yeah. It's so good, though. <laughs> yeah, I, it is. I bet. What okay, so what ten hours of weird <laughs> C movie what what ten hours of Shudder did you watch? Yeah. <laughs> I did watch a lot of Shudder. I'm not gonna lie. Uh let's see. Karen and I were recently watched The Pool, which is about a, a guy and his girlfriend getting stuck in a pool with a, an alligator. Just it, get, I just get out. I have get not watched the, it, but it looks it's awesome. It's I mean the the movie is not great because it's it's like Indonesian or something, so there's not a lot of like budget behind it. You can tell there's like a lot of cultural things that I'm missing. Like sure. I'm not getting a lot of the most out of the movie. Um, it, it is ripe for an American remake. So I'm calling it now that this movie will be remade in the next five to seven years. I don't. Again, I, I just get out of the pool. I don't understand. It's, it's like hey, six meters that. deep. And. Uh, is okay. Just swim up to the side. No, it's drained. That it's not a. That's full. a big fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Did you assume it? Oh, yes. there's an alligator in this pool. Yes. Just, okay. It's well, a five minute movie, and they just get out of the pool. <laughs> the pool is drained. Okay. Well, that is terrifying. Sure. Yeah. 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 So I, I've heard the the one the funniest review I've read is like, the pool a guy is trapped in a, in a pool with an alligator. Yeah. That's that's the movie. That's the movie. <laughs> yep, it sure is. Uh, yeah, so we watched that. She didn't like it almost at all. I thought it was all right. <laughs> almost I've, all. I've watched a lot worse movies. Um, Haven't we all? I watched The Other Lamb, which is a movie about a girl in a cult. I watched a lot of a lot of stuff. Would you say you did watch about ten hours of of Shutter since the last time we recorded? Yeah, definitely. Okay, all right. <laughs> 
I I did find out that on HBO Max, all six Lone Wolf and Cub movies, and yeah, Seven Samurai, Yojimbo, and Hidden Fortress, all on HBO Max. Jeez, I'm crazy. But it's weird because Yojimbo is not what you think. It's just a guy yelling for his friend Jim. Yojimbo, come over here. You got to watch Yojimbo, not Yo Jimbo. (laughs) Yeah, for two very different movies. (laughs) Yes. Just following the guy around like, have you seen Jim? Yeah, I, I was looking for like, you know, a lot of the Kurosawa stuff, but it was just like a live action King of the Hill. Yeah. It was so weird. <laughs> Ernest is the main character in, in Hey Jimbo. It's hey crazy. Bird. Hey Bird. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're finding new and in interesting movies. I Yes, I'm definitely, I, I'm, I think I'm learning how to stream stuff better. In, in quarantine mm-hmm. because I'm starting a lot more movies. Sure. So if I find something and I'm like, oh, that looks fine. I'll, oh, you know, like, I see what you mean. I'll yeah. start something and You're then it'll weed it out very quickly. And, and then like, if it's like, you know, 15, 30 minutes in mm-hmm. and it's like, this is trash, I'll just turn it off. Whereas before, I would really take a lot of time to like find something and read right. the Wikipedia page and like, is this worth a two hour investment? But I think you get to a point, kind of like on Netflix, how. You get the whole like, oh, should I watch that? Oh, should yeah. I watch that? It's like just pick something and yeah, just it's dive just like, in. Just let's go. You've yeah. already paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> just dive in. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's what I've been doing. And I went to St. Louis. You had a birthday. You got a star for yep. your birthday. A gold star. Uh, I assume it's made of gold. I don't know what stars are made of, but uh, this isn't a science podcast. Hey Vargas, what's up? Hey, buddy. Um, you remember when you said you were dead inside? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. All right. What? What did you mean? Oh, exactly what I said. But I've been crossing the street without looking both ways because at least when I feel fear, I'm feeling something. Uh, and I ordered some shirts from Hope Clothing KC, so I look great when I do it. Excuse me. Those shirts from HopeClothingKC.com, the ones designed by local Kansas City tattoo artists. And that benefit Rosebrooks and Greenworks KC? Yeah, everyone knows that. But what was the other part? Oh, yeah, yeah. So everybody honks and screams at me, so I just scream back, HopeClothingKC.com, since they clearly don't know where I get my threads at. Right. That's the end of that bit, I guess. Uh, visit HopeClothingKC.com and enter promo code DEBATE10 to save an additional 10% on your whole order. Again, that's HopeClothingKC.com, DEBATE10 at checkout. Do we need to call somebody or... So, last time <laughs> on last time on debates on tap, I asked uh, uh, the boys for a team of three supervillains from the Marvel universe that would accomplish their goal best. Uh, Vargas gave me Mephisto, aka the Devil, yeah, Shadow King and Molecule Man, and Brendan gave me Modok, Kang the Conqueror, and Venom. I went with Vargas on that. Uh, I think there. I think uh, when you break it down to, to brass tacks, Molecule Man is he's he's what he's what the nerds call OP or overpowered, it's super OP. Uh, so I chose Vargas. Uh, I'm going to flip. I'm going to Ooh. to pick Brendan because <laughs> because I moved the goalposts a little bit. Oh, good. <laughs> without telling you guys. And in my head, the movie of Modok, Kang the Conqueror, and Venom is much more entertaining. Than That's, the other three. Honestly, I was going for entertainment value yes. part of the time because yes. I, I think I mentioned a lot of time it'd be so funny for 
Modok would be like, we're going to do this. And <laughs> and you and everyone would be like, no. Oh, well, yes, that's great, but we're going to tweak it a little bit. And you best believe Patton Oswalt was voicing uh, Modok yeah. in the movie that was playing in my head that doesn't exist yet. Dave Bautista could play King the Conqueror. And then you could roll out Tom Hardy playing Venom again. I yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But I want to see Venom be symbiote on Modok, right? Yeah, let's get weird. Vodok. I also ran into a Modem. lot of Venom facts. <laughs> Modem. <laughs> Modem. Well, yeah, Venom facts. Is this a segment of the podcast we're starting right now? Venom facts? No, no. I was just part of the backup. Vargas never told me about that there's a time whenever he latches onto a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex and chases Wolverine and Hawkeye. In Correct. Old Man Logan. And he never told me about that. And because we talked about, we, I didn't know, we didn't know if this counted or not, but technically Venom is a part of a big giant hole the, the clintar <laughs> and uh, that hole yeah. opens wide yeah, escapes open for <laughs> yeah uh but no all like venom is symbiote is part of like many yeah. different pieces and yeah. all those pieces could technically count as venom sure so te- we had carnage kind, in there kind of unstoppable yeah, yeah. kind of but thank you so much for picking me because you moved the goalpost and changed the whole dynamic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the of the of the goals it's our so. show we can do it I'm happy about that. Yes. Thank you. But that brings us to this time. What are we doing this time? (laughs) Yeah. I wanted the guys to give me the best bond. It's a classic. I feel like it's a classic bar argument. I've had this conversation with my dad, my brother a thousand times. There's one thing I can give to all the Vargas men. It is that they're all bond fans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We definitely grew up. Watching it like as a family and watching the mm-hmm. the old ones, the new ones. Every time a new one comes out, it, it's oh, a yeah. must go to opening day movie for me. Right. I, I will say that I've seen a lot of Bond films, but I've not seen all of them. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any, if at all, of them before this? <laughs> Burned him. I'm, I he know. definitely has seen. I guess that's a burn. I own a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. And yes, I have seen a lot of them. Okay. I, was, I don't I need. Dalton in my life. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, uh, uh, Roger Moore? Moore? Moore is the worst. Dalton's a close second. <clears throat> this is about to be Buddy. an interesting <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I, I will never go off that Dalton is close second. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Interesting. Yikes. But so this basically, is, this you is wanted, why I wanted to hear it. You wanted the best Bond and yeah. like a movie. And a single movie and, and a single that, movie that like encapsulates yeah. what that, ca- that actor... Yes. is when it comes to James Bond. You want me to go first? Yeah, always. <laughs> I am going to go with Mr. Daniel Craig mm. because interesting. I think I, I go back to, because I, I enjoy Bond movies. I, I like mm. Bond movies. I like the goofy shit from like way back in the day yeah. up to the more serious stuff with the new Bond movies. And I remember whenever they first cast Daniel Craig, I, for one, was like, he's not Pierce Brosnan. He's not Sean Connery. Like, what the fuck? Blonde? And then, and then, yeah, and, more like James Blonde, am I right? And really, God like, damn it. Daniel Craig is not that good looking of a guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's like all that whole. Ooh. Have you seen? I think I've we seen, need to I've, back this podcast. Let me, up. let me, let me explain because I'm going to talk about this. Because, uh, Mr. Son of a bitch. Um, Long name. <laughs> Mr. Ian Fleming, whenever he first created James Bond, um, he called on and touched, like, recalled a lot of his like spy days and things like that. And he created James Bond as basically his words were something like, I want a blunt, normal guy with like things going on around him. Mm -hmm. 
And and the way he describes him in the books is like kind of like a normal blunt. Like I, I like that word blunt a lot because that's where I'm like with Daniel Craig mm-hmm. and like cold, steely eyes that can like pierce through anything. And so like whenever they announce Daniel Craig, one, you're kind of like, well, yeah, Daniel, it's Daniel Craig. Like he's a great actor. He look, he looks all right. But, but his goddamn eyes are insane. They are like. I think his eyes and that steely cold gaze like nails like the James Bond part of the character mm-hmm. as well as the idea of this guy is a blunt force like m- spy mm-hmm. moving through these like things that are happening to him, right? Um, the movie I'm going to pick for you mm-hmm. is uh, Skyfall because okay. one, yeah. I think Skyfall is one of, is a gr- not only a great movie, but is a really great Bond movie mm-hmm. for, for several reasons. Um, one Skyfall is arguably the juggernaut of the Bond franchise. It is the only Bond movie to make a billion dollars mm-hmm. in the box office. It was gigantic. Adele wrote the theme song. Great it, theme song. It, yeah. it won Academy Awards for the theme song mm-hmm. because it was so goddamn good. Um, I think this is a response to uh, one. I love the idea of how these newer Bond movies are playing into the idea of like 007 James Bond is is like almost, that's the code name. And there have been other guys who have adopted this moniker. And the idea for this movie, uh, one, to like have someone, Bond, uh, M, uh, Sylvia, played by Harvey Bardem, which is a fantastic performance, to reckon with your past is I think a phenomenal like launching point. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in this thing where, you know, bond, like the opening chase sequences is so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. It is like almost like a play on like goofy fun bond where they're chasing a train. They're on the train. The choreography is phenomenal. And then bond gets shot and then dies slash retires. And when he comes back, he's not the same guy. Like, you know, Michael Jordan. I, <laughs> Yeah, he is. He is out of step. He's not passing any of his tests. But M knows like this threat they're facing. Only this guy, who has done everything, can be the guy to do it. Right. And I love how um, this movie encapsulates like there's some really great action set pieces and very intense action set pieces in this movie, especially the finale. The finale is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Where they spoil it for Skyfall. The, Skyfall is Bond's childhood home. And basically, they know that this cyber terrorist, played by uh, Harvey Bardem, um, the, the only way they can get away from him and protect him is by going to this house out in the middle of goddamn nowhere yeah. and setting up booby traps and bringing him <laughs> to them. And it's... You said trap. <laughs> and, it's, and it's so good. It's so intense. It's so awesome. Um, I love the action of this movie. One, because you have the really great action piece to open the movie. You have uh, a really great little action set piece where they're running through the subway and like the whole thing with that. And it, it, it reminds me of less of like the flashy bond, which I know that's kind of where, where Brian less where, of me, where Brian's going with his movie. <laughs> Don't motion to but me less of like that flashier, goofy, like action sequence and more like action set on like really great choreography, really great intense, like geography and things like that, mm-hmm. where you know what's going on as well as, um, like the stakes. I think Skyfall is a movie that like the stakes are very apparent throughout the whole movie and they're so intense and they're so wonderful. They were overcooked a little bit, but <laughs> the stakes is what he's. Uh, but yeah, but I, I think Skyfall is a phenomenal movie, uh, a bond movie, like I said, and a phenomenal just movie movie because it's, yeah, it, it, it is, Super is good. so good. Um, 
I will cede the floor right now to Brian. That way, I have he, two counterpoints real he, quick. He can talk about his dumbass movie. Count, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Counter it. One, Brendan mentioned Daniel Craig and his steely eyes and failed to do a steely Dan bit. And I think that's a crime against this comedy podcast. Yeah. And two, I am no longer arguing Bond versus Bond. We are now arguing that Daniel Craig is attractive versus Daniel Craig is unattractive. Hold on. Right? Bond versus Bond is a movie that I will invest heavily in. It's like Kramer versus Kramer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because I would love for, God willing, we see this next Bond movie ever come out. But the end of it is him retiring and passing on the 007 moniker to whoever, you know? Yeah. And that's the next James Bond. And that becomes like a little mm, Bond versus Bond. Who's who's better, the old man or the... Well, they're kind of setting that up already. I know. Where Monica... Lewinsky. I don't think her name is Monica. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the I know, girl I know exactly is 007. Uh, she, I mean, they've already said she is 007 in the movie. Oh, is that is that Naomi Harris? Naomi, thank you. Yes, because she I can't remember her like name in the movie. Yeah. But yes, she's in Skyfall. She's in Spectre, mm-hmm. she's in this next one. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Okay, that's Money Penny. Yes, that is. They, they're introducing a black female 007 yes. in the next movie, who is canonically that's her agent. She is she is a double O agent. She is 007. Good. It's yeah. about time. I think it's super cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I know exactly. Yes. Yeah. They yes because in the movie because again, do you know Craig is old? That I love yeah. how they play that up a lot, especially in this movie and then in the next movie and then um, yeah. hypothetically in the new movie that comes out. But someone has taken over the double seven oh seven moniker right. and it is a black woman, uh, Lashana Lynch. Thank you, Lashana Lynch. Yeah. Uh, I uh, let me tell you, in the movie Double O Seven World, it went over. No Wait, one yeah, was no upset. one, no one had a black bond, woman took yeah. over. No Bond fans. <laughs> okay, I know you guys aren't the Bond fan I am. But yeah. Do you remember the uproar that happened when he drank Heineken instead? Of, like people fucking lost their mind about that, right? And, and that, you, that's something I want to talk about because in Scott, in in all these new Bond movies, like he's not like. He is funny. Like there's a flat line in Skyfall, like particularly like whenever the subway scene mm-hmm. where he jumps on the subway and he's like, open the door. And the lady's like, <laughs> yeah. what? And he's like, health and safety. Uh, go about your business. You know? yeah. It's like that. But it, where he's not like the funny, like super witty, but he says things that are like, that's fucking, that, that's pretty damn funny. Yeah. But I'll say that the Daniel Craig era is handsome. Yes. He is. That's okay. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> on another thing. <laughs> it. it the Daniel Craig era is good. I have seen Skyfall. I liked Skyfall. Clearly the best Bond song. No one's arguing that fact. Well, nope. I said no one. Oh. Yeah, I would love to hear that off air because I don't want to punch a friend on air. But <laughs> I would argue that the Daniel Craig era takes itself just a scotch too seriously. And for Bond, that can be a downfall because... Or a Skyfall. Or a Skyfall. Because... Historically, Bond has been full of things like Octopussy and names like Xenia on a top. Honey Rider. Honey Rider. Any of those. So Pussy Galore. You're so, really I'm glad he brought this up because after you're finished, yes. I have a I have a rebuttal to that. And I, you, yeah, you'll have the four back. Just let me do the thing give about me, how me, Skyfall doesn't have any funny me, pussy names. Give me your floor. <laughs> yeah, now. and and uh, 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 give me a rebuttal was another Bond girl from <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, 
diamonds are eternal. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think they take takes itself a little too seriously. And from a film perspective, that's actually great. <laughs> yeah. They should be taking themselves a little more seriously. Yeah, for sure. I am a firm believer that that after this, if they were to reboot Bond again, because you know, it's kind of always like a like a new thing. Yeah. Um, like take it back to the sixties where it is like more like kitschy and fun and goofy and stuff like that. Take it yeah. back to the sixties of Keep, like spy, like culture, yeah. like that. Get it out of like the the born identity. Yes. And I will say right. again, whenever I get the floor back, whenever Brian so graciously <laughs> lets me sit on the floor. Uh, I have apparently a I have, a have it right now. All right, no tears. It's yours. Now my bond. Do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> my bond. Hashtag not my bond. Is one. Who, I will say though. God damn. Uh, <laughs> is one who does have piercing eyes. Pierce Brosnan. Oh, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say George Lazenby. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about George Lazenby. Okay, Moore's third. <laughs> Moore's the third worst. I forgot about. Lazenby. Lazenby, Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> and specifically in Goldeneye. Okay. Now, it is a laugh riot. Four elderly women share a house, and they're all single in Wait, TTF. you watched the wrong... Huh? <laughs> you watched Golden Girls. Yeah, but Pierce, doesn't he show up in season four? No. He See, is. That's moonlighting. He shows up, but he's not... Oh, my God. James Bond. <laughs> no. That's Remington Steele. <laughs> no! I was wondering why he didn't shoot anybody. GoldenEye is phenomenal. Not only did it spawn a video game that uh, has transcended time and, and defined a generation, although now if I tried to play it, I would get it's destroyed. Buggy, broken, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to aim is one of the hardest things to and do. If you play as odd job, I'm going to kick your ass in real life. Hard stance for debates on tap. If you're an odd job player and no GoldenEye, odd job, yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah. No Nazis, no playing as odd job. So. <laughs> If we take two stances. If those are the two, those are the two we take. Those are good, strong stances. We should make a sticker that says that. For sure. <laughs> Pierce not only embodied the, uh, the the kitschiness and the funniness that, that Brennan mentioned in the older, quote-unquote, older Bonds, uh-huh. but he also is daring. He's handsome, dashing. Mm-hmm. A lot of Ds when you're talking about Pierce. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. But, but GoldenEye specifically kept with like Ian Fleming's kind of like it's 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 very easy to tell who the good guys and who the bad guys are. It's not hard in, yes. bond, in bond past. It's not been hard to dis, to decipher yeah. the good and the bad. Let's see, Doctor No. Uh, his name was <laughs> yes. Doctor No, and also he had metal claws for hands. Yes, <laughs> must be a good guy. Yes. <laughs> so they kept that going with uh, Russia, sort of being the bad guy. Now, yes, they're the bad guy. The, yes. Well, I mean, sort of because it was a traitor to Russia, technically, General Urmov. And, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, Alec Trevelyan is now the bad but guy. But he's 006. How he, can he, he's not a bad guy. He was 006, God. but then Bond, Pierce Bond, <laughs> changed the timer from six to three minutes, which he did after Urmov shot Trevelyan in the head. So he's already thought he was dead. So I don't know why... Sean Bean is mad about that at the end. It's a whole thing. I will say. Yeah, but he was already dead. I will say. Yeah, that's one of my big, like. It is a problem. It's a big, like, there's a couple problems in the movie. There's a lot. I'll say, I'll go on a limb and say there's a lot of problems (laughs) with Goldeneye, but it is so goddamn fun. He drives, he chases cars with a tank. And when they take a turn. That is a phenomenal action sequence. (laughs) When they take a turn 
down an alley, he just goes, goes through the building the yeah. and go, go yeah. chases them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dame Judi Dench portrays M, which is the best uh, casting. How interesting is this? This is her first appearance as, as is. M. And Skyfall is her last. last. Good call. So yeah. the Dame uh, transcends. Spoiler alert for Well, <laughs> just watch Bond. Yeah. Everybody. It's, it's been years two additional Skyfall movies Skyfall came out yeah 2012 yeah because so we, we had we had almost 10 years yeah and, and don't for new one that won't come out ever and all the pierce ones <laughs> yes everything is canceled stop reminding me <laughs> so you you get the classic bond where it's easy to tell the villain the plot's kind of uh, slaps you in the face a little bit but it's fun it's a it's a fucking emp satellite yeah. that uh russia had secretly and then they have a secret another one um, and Nightcrawler plays the hacker guy, Alan Cumming. Yeah. And he plays he, the... All he does is say lines. He's not really... Curious. I am invincible. No, it's not. He doesn't do a lot. But, he, yes, yes, he's sort of just a plot device. But that's fine, because when you think of so Bond... So is Goldeneye. Yes, yes. <laughs> the title is when the you, plot device. When you think of Bond, what do you think about? You think about Xenia on a top... <laughs> Killing you with her legs. Now I, I see, see why you big gold now. now because the Russian uh, assassin, uh, like uh, Fam she kills, uh, she's uh, Jean Fam- Grey. She kills a lot of men because she's horny too. Yeah, yeah. She even she does gets it. off on murder. She, yeah, she does. Specifically, she shoots a lot of people, and she also has an orgasm. Then one of my yeah, this Brian isn't about or, what's one of my favorite like funny little bits of that movie is because she she has sex with that, not sex but she kills that general to get his ID to get on the boat. Yeah. And the guy, like, they get on the boat, and he just looks at it and gives it back to him. It's like, you could have just not done that. Yeah. But right. she doesn't want to do that. Nope. <laughs> uh, but it, it keeps all that Bond classicness. He hooks up with three girls, I think, in the span of the movie, which is classic Bond. Everybody knows you have to be a misogynist and you have to be a player <laughs> to be Bond. And whenever they stop doing that is whenever it got boring. <laughs> Oh my god. Yikes. This is not the direction I wanted my arguments for Bond to go. Well, I don't know what you expected. Rebuttal. Who are you going to go with? The misogynist over there or me? No, 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 no. I didn't say me. I said what Bond fans want, i.e. Vargas. I am calling Vargas a misogynist. Oh, Listen, hear the rails and we're over here. Yes. No, no, no. no. But but rails. it does it, it's got all the great innuendo that people have come to love that's that's fun and very out of date, does not age well at all. And it was kind of rough to watch, I'll be honest. But it's Goldeneye. And how fun was it when they were running <laughs> on the dam and and the, the catwalk over the yeah. secret facility? And General Oromov's nose is so big. It's so big. His nose is just the biggest I, thing on screen. I like that your argument has just slowly turned into, remember that part in GoldenEye? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Chris Farley talking. Do yeah. you remember whenever you uh, wrote the song on the... Stupid. Because, Stupid. because objectively and subjectively, Skyfall's the better movie. But <laughs> doesn't GoldenEye have more nostalgia attached to it? And they didn't make the most popular Nintendo 64 game and call it Skyfall. And well, my last argument, nope, I won't hear it. I won't hear any of it because my last argument is that Tina Turner sang the GoldenEye theme mm-hmm. and it was written by Bono. And it's bad. It's not <laughs> great. It's not great. It's no Skyfall. It didn't win any awards, nor did the movie. The DP is actually not, the cinematography is not great. It's very, it did not age well and it wasn't groundbreaking. I, but again, isn't it so much fun to sit down and watch Goldeneye? Okay, okay. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, you go ahead. The argument was, what Bond is the best Bond? Steely Dan. 
<laughs> Pierce. And it sounds like your argument is no. GoldenEye is the best <laughs> Bond. <laughs> yes. But, uh, well, because I guess I sort of just took it as which Bond... Whenever yeah. you said which Bond is the best Bond, I just took it as Bond movie. Which Bond okay. movie and is I the think, best movie? I'm so I don't want to correct you because you're. I'm going to defer to you because you're always right. Um, <laughs> and Marcus, handsome. It's so good looking. God damn it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you said Bond movie as well. I so. wanted I wanted a single movie. Yeah. That would encapsulate I, what I makes. See, I see exactly what you're saying. So I got you. But I do think so. So closing yeah, statements. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think Pierce does encapsulate what to that point had been the history of Bond, which uh-huh. is just that smooth talking. But kind of like Brendan said, everyday man that's kind of, you know, he's not a standout, good-looking guy, even though Daniel Pierce Craig Pierce Brosnan? Are we arguing for the handsomeness of our enemy's bond right now? I'm just saying <laughs> if we're going for how uh, Ian yes. wrote him. His eyes are just as piercing as his name. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to imagine I walk into a casino right. filled with people in tuxedos, but yeah. who is going to stand out more? Pierce Brosnan or yeah, Daniel Craig. Sure. That's actually pretty tough. Think I about think. And, or think about this. Like here's the argument I think about whenever I think about like the Pierce yeah. Brosnan era versus Daniel Craig era. Which guy do you want you want to get shit done? Who are you gonna say? Well, sure. Like who are you gonna get things done? But that's what I mean. Like yeah. if but I'm, who's gonna be on a top of things? <laughs> I I'm thinking I'm definitely thinking if I'm in a casino, I'm going to look right over. Pierce Brosnan. Because he, yes, he's shorter. He's shorter than <laughs> he, Daniel Craig. So, he is surprisingly short, <laughs> he is, he is. which a lot of men in Hollywood are surprisingly short. Yes. I, you look over Tom Cruise, too. You couldn't help because your eyeline is <laughs> taller than his yeah, head. Yeah, he needs a box to yes. get into his car. Yes. I, I think that Daniel Craig would stand out more because the dude is like, he's big. He's a big guy. He's big. And he wears those tiny little shorts. We've all well, seen the Here's picture. the problem seeing and looking at pictures of Pierce Brosnan. You can't even see his eyes because he's so squinty. Well, he's older now. Oh, he is older now. And he, the, the son, look, all I'm saying is Pierce was a lot of fun. As, his run as Bond is a lot of, he opened Christmas. Remember Christmas Jones? I, yeah. In Tomorrow Never Dies? Yep. Or yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies. And it's just, it's the, it's the fun Christmas bond. in Turkey. That's what it was. <laughs> it's the fun Bond. It's not, it's not the taking themselves too seriously. Look how handsome he is. It's not taking themselves too seriously even though we're making a better movie bond it's see and, and this is my rebuttal to that idea is that these new movies which like i said there are moments where he is very sarcastic and funny and witty yeah yeah but within the universe of these movies it has been parodied so much because of these like pierce brosnan goldeneye movies mm-hmm. um by austin powers and things like a lot of vagina and things like that Pussy galore, Pussy man. Galore. I, it's not. It's yeah. not. It's barely satire at that point. Yeah, where you had, you, had, you had to almost make them. I hate to say more serious, but like a little more like realistic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, to make a billion at the box office, you definitely had to steer away yeah. a little bit. <laughs> steer away, and especially because like I, I think like while watching this movie versus like something like Goldeneye, um, which Goldeneye was a totally original story. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? No. Um, <laughs> No, they they made they it brand. after the video game, and <laughs> <laughs> so and also, um, Goldeneye was. I, I think that's a fascinating idea that Goldeneye was like a totally original, like was the first like original story they they made into a movie. Mm-hmm. I was getting there, but I didn't know you were going to rebuttal me so fast. Yeah, no big deal. And then you look at the next movies that came after the Pierce Brosnan Goldeneye, and they get 
pretty bad. Yeah, they're not. Well, that's why I didn't good. mention those, Brendan. That's why I'm mentioning them. Brandon. Yeah, all the ones after them, including Skyfall, because that came after. <laughs> Go myself. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Got it. You rebutted your rebuts. Yeah, re rebuttaled. Damn it. Um, but no, I think, like I said, I think when it comes to the, the universe of James Bond and what Ian Fleming wanted, I think Daniel Craig, in his looks and his steeliness and what he does in these movies, I think he totally encapsulates who James Bond is and what he what he is meant for. So what I what I think is whereas Miss Prozen, he's kind of a dummy. What I think is interesting is I I think you're both correct to a certain extent. Thank you. Where I think let's let's hear where he goes. (laughs) I think Pierce Brosnan is is more he encapsulates what makes a James Bond movie Bond good. And Daniel Craig more encapsulates what makes a James Bond book Bond good. I see what you mean. Right? Yeah. Because, yes, in the book, Bond is like a super shitty guy, kind of. Like, yeah. he, he does what he needs to do to get the job yes. done. Mm-hmm. Ian Fleming has he, repeat, repeatedly right. refers to him as a blunt instrument. Correct. He, he, this guy, this Bond, J- Daniel Craig's Bond, will get the job done, like, no questions asked. Right. Whereas I think Pierce Brosnan, he's a little too shiny, a little too like I'm going to make a witty comment, and I yeah. and I love in and this is a pro- not a problem, but inherent in the old Bond movies, especially Goldeneye, since I watched it very recently, yeah. in that Bond they have Bond, he's dead, and they tell him his plan and walk and they go, man, he's we're he's walk dead away. like three times in them. My <laughs> yeah. favorite is yeah. whenever he's riding the motorcycle after the plane, the Russian guys are just like. Hey, he's fucking. He's yeah. Fucked, or mom's like, just like dead. everybody stop. Yeah, he's he's dead. <laughs> he's riding off a cliff. We're yeah. fine. Yeah. Have you seen? Got him. <laughs> I also think it's very interesting. I noticed this while I was watching it. I watched it today again. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And the whole opening scene. There's a whole opening scene before the credits, right. and it's not Pierce Brosnan. It's just his stuntman, and they just filmed yeah. the whole opening scene. Whereas <laughs> our boy Daniel Craig, he gets down and dirty. Well, it's because he's handsomer, and you got to use him more. <laughs> He's a little more built. He's a little more built. Pull up that picture of him in them tiny shorts again. (laughs) Oh, where his head looks really small. Because yeah, the opening thing where he jumps, where he does the bungee jump off the dam, and like there's a scene where he kind of looks up, and it's like that's not Pierce Brosnan, (laughs) dude, at all. The whole the whole damn scene, the exterior is not (laughs) him until he gets to the facility and punches the guy pooping. No, nah, yeah. it's that's when it's Pierce Brosnan. Mm. Which, by the way, best level facility. Go on, which is the opening make level. Your, <laughs> make your choice. <laughs> so, I I honestly thought this was going to be Pierce Brosnan. I knew that somebody was going to pick Pierce Brosnan. Best it, Bond, Brian. Bro. And I thought you would pick Sean Connery. I was thinking about it, and we, I actually I'm pretty sure we made a gentleman's pact to not pick Sean because because he knew that was well, your, that was your favorite, correct? I, I mean. Yeah, the movies that he were in are probably my favorites. They're, they're really good. But I don't think that he encapsulates what makes James Bond the best. No. He, Sean Connery showed up and went, I'm going to do my own thing. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Which it, is uh, very Bond, which is by fine. the way. <laughs> but I think there is like this funny thing I read where Ian Fleming, like in books after that, mm-hmm. like made him a little bit more Scottish and a little bit more yeah. like roguish. I, and like adapted to it, which I think is fa- a fascinating idea that Ian Fleming went, God damn it, that's really popular. Like I'm like that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I I was kind of hoping that somebody would have picked Timothy Dalton because I think Timothy Dalton is the counterpoint to Daniel Craig. Yep. Like he he kind of steers that way where the movie's got a little bit 
darker. They're definitely not Roger Moore. No. Roger Moore was very goofy and like started to play into the whole like I can do whatever. I can yeah. slap this bitch on the ass. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> Roger Moore said that, not not, not Brendan. Not yeah. Brendan just now. I'm gonna flip a car over a river. That's like yeah. Roger Moore shit. And did you I'm sorry to interrupt you very quickly, but another fascinating like we, you joked around about the whole Remington Steel Pierce Brosnan thing, yeah. But he was supposed to be the Bond. He was supposed to be Timothy Dalton. And Timothy Dalton, like, because of Remington Steel Pierce, a show Pierce Brosnan was on, he couldn't do those Bond movies. So mm-hmm. he was like, "Yeah, shit. I guess I'll yep do something else." I would like to point out that I have not interrupted you yet. Just take that into account of oh whatever okay. judgment you you're gonna make. Objection. Oh, overruled. <laughs> I'll, I'll play judge. <laughs> I let it be known I didn't play judge because you're the judge. So. <laughs> oh my god. So, we need to end this. No. I'm I'm gonna go with 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 Pierce Brosnan. You fool. Because, For now. Because For now. I think if the if the overturn happens, it's gonna be easy to flip to if he says. <laughs> when when the over I mean there's no argument that like Skyfall is a better movie, but like You're right, it's not. There is no argument because uh, Skyfall's a better movie. Well, uh, yeah. Also, yes. But when you scroll down, look. Okay, you can scroll down GoldenEye's IMDb page, and are you going to see any awards for screenwriting? No. For directing? No. For acting? No. For music? No. <laughs> so, Brendan, what are we doing next? <laughs> There's no but. Uh, for next time, look at those little shorts. Now, which head were you referring to? Because they both seem plenty <laughs> normal well, size. Let me tell you, good looking dude. Um, because earlier we were talking about beers, and we talk about beers a lot. What's the best beer? Well, it's going to take a lot of research. Well, I want to do your guys's within the realm of like availability and, po- and possibility, almost like a bracket type thing. What's your top three like favorite beers? That we can get a hold of before next time. Ah, so we're, but, but I have a question. Yeah. I have a lot of questions. Questions now. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Is it, it, because uh, you said our best or your favorite. Favorite. But is it, but do you want your For favorite? You? At you? Um, <laughs> Who I'm not looking. Versus. I'm not looking. Well, you two versus. Okay. I'm not no. looking. So I, w- I just want to be the judge over. The beers and the arguments. So we're not. It sounds, it sounds like he's judging our taste. Yes. Yeah. In beers, yeah. not know. the beers themselves. Yes. yes. I I want to yeah. hear because because again, uh, I, we're all. Hopefully, we can try all these beers because I want to drink more beers. But I don't want beers that are aimed to Brendan because they're yeah. going to be sours and you don't want your three favorite beers and bud bud seltzers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's not a beer. It's a seltzer. It's a hard seltzer. How dare you, sir? I'm the judge now. So, <laughs> damn it, he <laughs> is. Strike it for the record. Uh, but no, I, I want your guys's what you guys think. And again, like I, I, I have this uh, one day when I want to do like a bracket of like favorite beers and stuff like that. But this is like the jumping off point for that. Yeah. I want your guys's three favorite beers head to head against each other. Man. So I can't I can't do I don't three know. flavors of truly lemonade. Because <laughs> those aren't beers. Not a beer. And this is good because if we're going head to head, uh, stouts often have more head than like a sour. <laughs> That's true. There's more That's head true. to lead with. So Interesting. Okay. That's what we're going to do next time. Well, I like that because it means I get to drink more with that's, my buddies. Listen, that's, and I didn't want to say that's why I did this, but that's, <laughs> that's kind of why I did this. Drinking it in the evening with you guys again. 
It's never going to get not weird. It's always weird drinking yeah, in the evening. It's because we drink. We don't really drink in the morning, <laughs> yes. in the a.m. times. Uh, if you like what you heard, uh, tell more people that you heard it, and then hopefully they'll hear it too. Uh, follow us on any kind of social medias. Email us. I'm going to give you that address right now, which is debatesonfans at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, debates on tap. Follow us on Instagram at debates on pictures. Uh, we every so. This came out on a Monday. This is our normal show. Every Friday, we have kind of a lighter episode or a kind of a deep dive sometimes into a singular topic. Uh, give that a listen. Again, that's every... This this episode will come out ev- bi-monthly, mm-hmm. every two weeks on a Monday. But on Fridays, we release new episodes every Friday. Um, and then once a month on Sundays, Brennan and I host an NFL show, which we've been going through each division and talking about... The ups and downs and the what's and the ifs of those divisions. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Give that a listen. We try to zhuzh it up with some comedy in there as well. So it's not just two hours of football stats. There's some jokes in there about uh, what you've come to know and love. Butts and we make some... Uh, you make uh, jokes about football stats. Yes, yes. It's a lot of fun. Oh, a lot of, hilarious. A lot of fun. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, whatever you're listening to us on, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss these episodes because <laughs> sometimes we don't schedule them when they come out. Now, every Friday, that's for sure. Every other Monday, that's for sure. But sometimes there's special ones that come out and you may not miss Freedom Week. That just happened. A whole week of episodes. If you subscribe, you got them all. If you didn't, you might have to backtrack and listen to them because they're good stuff. Uh, Vargas, you were just on a Patreon episode for First Issue Club. I was. Bre- you- uh, D- Greg, not Brennan. Hi. I almost said Brennan. Oh, he's right there. <laughs> Greg and I uh, talked on their Patreon about the current uh, DC event that's running, uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal. Um, he did an episode by himself. Well, their podcast did an episode about the first issue, and Greg and I are going to cover all of the other issues and spinoffs that they do on their Patreon. So go listen to that Dark Knight's Death Metal episode of First Issue Club. If you like it, subscribe to their Patreon. I think it's like four bucks a month, uh, and you get like literally an episode a week. They, they do tons of stuff on their Patreon. I know Greg was saying that he's trying to send physical stuff to his subscribers because he wants to give more to them. Uh, but it, it's great. They're great. I had a great time doing it. Super looking forward to continuing to really dive into almost a page-by-page minutia of single issues of comic books. Uh, so that's why you couldn't do it on this show. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I guess that's it, right? Anybody have anything else to uh, holes to fill, plug, whatever? <laughs> Nothing? No? All right. Well, then uh, that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye.